Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice in the faith of a Canaanite woman. Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice him, the faith of the Canaanite woman. Life as a Christian Mother, Interview, Part 2. Romans 12, uh, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 2, the message version says, So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, your ordinary life, you're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you. He develops well-formed maturity in you. God has assigned our children to us. Yes. We as parents know our children's potential, but God sees far beyond their potential. How can we teach our children to place their lives before God as a living sacrifice? And how can we help bring the best out of our children? Oh, again with these questions, Mom. <laughs> but, but yeah, and I don't mean to talk out of both sides of my mouth because we just got finished having a whole conversation about how words matter. But how can we teach our children to be a living sacrifice? That unfortunately cannot be done with mere words. That's right. That cannot be done with mere words. That that Monica has to be done, as you know, through action. That's right. We cannot we cannot be playing this game with our children as do as I say and not as I do. That is the whole thing. Tell it, sister. Tell it, sister. Um, (laughs) And and I'm not saying that we don't mess up because my God, he knows I have. I have, you know, messed up in the small things that, well, I don't even know, sin is sin, but I've messed up in small things. I've messed up in big things. That's right. But, but let me let me say one thing. I wrote, and this is uh, this is just uh, this is extra. What I'm getting ready. To it's do. okay. Give us the bonus. Give so, us the extra. <laughs> here's the bonus. I, I wrote this down at the top of my paper. If you feel like you have failed as a mother, mm-hmm. even as a wife or as a Christian, um, and I think we've all we have all failed that way at times. Oh yes. Repent, because God always honors repentance. Yes. He will always honor your repentance. That's yes. what he wants from us. Yes. So if you're out there now and you feel like you've done this or you've done that and you can't recover and all that, no, repent. God will yes. honor your repentance. Yes. So that, that's the extra. But um, again, don't do, not do you know, say as I, or do as I say and not as I do. Um, you know, we're not expected to be perfect, but our children need to see yes. us reading our Bible. They yes. need to see us. Um, you know, praying and and and, and, and praising, praising. Yes. Um, I, I'll be in church sometimes. I live. I have, have my hands lifted up, and I see my children look up at me, and I'm yes. like, "What do you see me praising? You, you need to." And there have been times, you know, it, it melts me when I see and when I have seen Ella raise her little hand or 
do things that I, I know that they have seen me do and they know that it's okay and that we should be doing it because they learn from our actions. Um, but they should see us, you know, going to church is serving. And let me just say this, Monica, I don't mean just serving in our church. Serving in our church is great. That's great and dandy. Say it. Get up and fire and sing and, 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 and being, you know, usher, taking up the offering and even, you know, bringing the potluck, the, the serving if a family, if, if somebody in the family dies yes. and you've got to bring a dish. That's great. And yes. we should do those things. But we need to be serving that person, that stranger mm. that's on the side of the road. Yes. We need to be serving people that don't look like us. That don't believe like us. Mm, we need to be serving the pe- people who don't talk like us. Good, we need to be serving people who are our enemies. Mm, and our children know that, that that lady, you know, that person, I know that lady doesn't like my mama. Or yes. that because I know there's a, a strike. They need to see us yes. serving people who that mm. who are unlikely. Mm. Unlikely for us to be serving. Yes, because that isn't that what Jesus did. That's Absolutely, has such a beef with him because he yes. was serving and ministering and and healing and teaching the yes. unlikely people. Yes, that were, they just thought could not get past. It's so ridiculous that he's having dinner with these people that he's walking with these people. Why is he even talking to them? That's right. Like you know, it's just a stench. You know, just like Ugh, I'm just going to turn my nose. No. That is what, if Jesus was here on the earth today, he would be, he would be eating, eating lunches and out in the, you know, streets and mingling with the people that we, that our society feels like should be just cast aside right now. That's right. Absolutely. I'm not going to go into all that on here, but, you know, in our private conversation, people that we would, you know, not have anything to do with. Absolutely. And Christians, we should. Mm -hmm. We should be. about being that example 
before our children because they do what we do. They see what we do. They hear what we do. And I, as a mother, I have not um, always done the right thing uh, in front of my children. I've not always said the right thing um, in front of my children, but they do learn from us. They need to yeah. see us, like you said, you know, uh, apologize to someone else. They need to see us treat the other person that doesn't, they know that don't care for your mama and they've heard conversations, but they need to see you treat that person with love and kindness because that's how God would want us to do. So they're going to end up doing that same thing that they saw. We're the teachers. We're their first yes. teachers. So, exactly. you know, to God be the glory for that, Jane, you, you said something epic. You know, we have to be the example because Jesus is our example. He's our example. And that's who we follow after. That's who we, you know, we do what he does. He lives in us. Our children, there's a part of us that, you know, that goes with our children. They, they have memories to remember us when they were kids, what my mama used to do. I have memories of my mama when she sat us around, all five of us, single parent, and prayed with us, anointed us down with oil. And I'm like, I'm tired of praying. I mean, that's how it was as a kid. I mean, we used to be about missing the bus. It does. You're older. I, it I, does. I Jacob. 
set his word firmly in Israel, then commanded our parents to teach it to their children so that the next generation would know. And all the generations to come would know the truth and tell the story so their children can trust in God. Never forget the works of God, but keep his commandments to the letter. Proverbs chapter 22, verses 6, the NIV version states, start children off. That's the training up the child in the way they should go. But the NIV version says, start children off on the way that they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. As a parent, as a parent, these tasks alone can be challenging. Some may say that God is requiring too much of a Christian mother. How do you stay in alignment with what God requires, Jane? Can you tell us? Well, let me, I'll, I'll mention that as we go on in, in my answer here, but let me just say again, when I think about the mothers in the Bible, mm-hmm. um, look, when we look at some of their lives and the struggles that they went through, um, Eve, for example, oh. I, I've written down here, Eve was the mother of all creation. Yes, she was. Eve, Eve, bless her heart, bears the burden of, of making humanity fall into sin. You know, we, we, we always think about the, the incident in the garden and all of that. But, um, you know, that was a struggle that she watched her, her sons, you know, at, at basically in, in discord. And, and it, that led to loss of life. Um, Sarah. Oh yeah, Sarah. Sarah was old. Yes. She was old. She laughed at motherhood. Yes, she did. She laughed. She still laughed at motherhood. Um, and 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 maybe we would have laughed too. She was in a, a unique situation, and and she laughed when she heard the news. Um, Moses had two mothers. Yes. You know, M- M- Moses had two mothers. There's there's many people today and, and children today who have two mothers. Yes. Motherhood. Motherhood is not just in a box. It's That's not right. just in a, a box. Um, Hagar fled with her child. Yes, she did. Hagar had to, she had to flee with her child. Yes, she Look did. Look at these, these struggles that these women had to go through. Mary watched her style. Yes. But mm. so we, you know, we, those, 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 um, and so many more. We could sit here and we could go through. That's why I, just, I love Bible characters. And yes. they're not characters. They're real people. Yes. They're real people real lives, real things, but I love reading about their stories, but these mothers and others in the Bible, they had tough callings on their lives. Yes, they did. Motherhood is definitely a calling. Yes, it is. Present day, present day, let's get back to present day. We have a lot on our plates. Yes, we do. Um, the times that we are living in are different, mm-hmm. um, but the, the root of motherhood is still the same. To me, it's sacrifice. What they did back then, you know, all the ones I just mentioned, sacrifice. What do we do today? We we have to sacrifice. Yes, we do. Um, if I told you, um, or if you excuse me, if you told me, Monica, before I had Samuel, and and, and later Ella, what I would sacrifice in my life, the, the and not not just like I'm not talking about money or physical. I'm talking about just the heart, the heartbreak. Yes. The t- you know, the time, the struggle, and the tears yes. that I've sacrificed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I would have done it. You know, I don't know that if I could see it out in the future, all the things that I would go through <laughs> as a mother, I would, it would scare me to slam to death. Absolutely. I mean, just, but, but now being in the throes of motherhood, um, I realize that God uses motherhood to make you strong. He uses our marriages to make us strong. Yes, he, he uses does. anything I 
Yes. I think, I think we're warriors, warriors dressed in, in street clothes. Yes. <laughs> another thought, another thought, Monica. Um, so to answer the last, the one of those questions, does God require too much of us, or do we require too much of us? Oh, that's so we good. have to really think about that. We that's really good. have to think about that. So let's let's look at that. Let's go a little bit deeper with that for just a minute. We place things on ourselves that God never meant for us to bear. Absolutely. We make ourselves our think that He did, or we think mm. we think we're doing something big and everything. But did God really call you to that? Did mm. He really did He really ask you to bear that thing? Mm. I'm talking to myself right now. That is so I'm good. That is so true, Jane. That's for that's for me too. That is so good. There is so much that I can say here, but I, I just want to, let's just step back and, and have a little bit of perspective. What is God really requiring of us? So Micah 6, 8, mm. Micah 6, 8, mm-hmm. what people, and this is not just mothers, this is everybody, but this is what Micah 6, 8 says, to act justly. What, is, what does our God require of us? To act justly, to love mercy, yes. and to walk humbly with him. Yes. Now that's loaded. That's that's a that's a one liner, but that's loaded. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, and it's difficult to do because of our human nature. Um, let me say it again: to act justly in this flesh, to to <laughs> to love mercy. Yes. love mercy. Mm. Love mercy. I got to be merciful to that person that cut me off in traffic. Yes. I got to be merciful for that woman or that coworker that's talking about me that I know what they said. I got to. We have to not even just extend it, but we have to love it. Yes. We have oh. to love it. We have to walk humbly with God. Mm. Um, that's why I say it's loaded and it's hard to do. Let me share one other scripture, too. Um, and, and it's Psalm 51, 10 through 13. Okay. And, and it says, and we know this one, is it's create in me a pure heart, mm. oh God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Yes, Do not cast me from your presence mm. or take your Holy Spirit from me. Mm. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Mm. To sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Mm. Now, I, 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 I don't know the fullness of why he wants me to, to, to have that in here, but mm. let me also skip on down to one other scripture, and this is in the same, um, it's Psalm 51, some chapter, Psalm mm. 51 um, and 17, and get this, the sacrifice God, God wants is a broken spirit. That's what it means. Woo. It, hold on, let me read that. <laughs> Psalm 51, 17. It says, The sacrifice God wants is a broken spirit. Yes. God, you will not reject a heart that is broken and mm. sorry for sin. Mm. So, y'all, please write that down. And please remember, Psalm 51, 17 says, The sacrifice God wants is a broken spirit, y'all. How, do we, how does our spirit get broken? Mm. Pain. Pain, yes. and, and, and and we go through pain, y'all. But, mm-hmm. but but God does not waste the pain that we go through he because through that pain, our spirit is broken, and then we turn back to Him. Now I have done that all off of the whole question. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You are right but on the, track. Those those things needed to be said. Yes. But um, getting back to I, I want to go back to 
that statement, Monica, said, how do you stay in alignment with what God requires? I thought I had put this in my notes, and we talked about it, I think, yesterday, and then I realized I didn't, but rest. Remember we talked yes, about rest? Yes, we yesterday? did. Yes, we rest. did. Yes. God has been dealing with me about rest lately. That's and good. what is, you know, rest is one of the things that he talks about in, in, in the commandments. He says, keep, keep the Sabbath holy. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Because we're supposed to rest on that day. Yes. But I'm just talking about taking a nap on Sunday. That's, that's um, right. Or, or, or whatever, you know, taking a day off. We, we really, we bog ourselves down in busyness. Oof. And, and just just jump. We, we, we think we're busy and what God is going on that we're accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. But we're really not. So mm-hmm. Most of the time, we're really not accomplishing anything except depleting ourselves. Exactly. And then we're too tired to hear God. Rest is what we need to stay in alignment with what God requires. Mm. That is so, so good. We have, we have to rest. We have to stay replenished. God didn't need rest. He did not create um, all that we see when in six days and it's like, Phew. Lord, that took a lot of, I got to rest. No, yeah, he yeah. did that to model what we are supposed to do. And it is it is so important that he included it in the Ten Commandments that, it, that, um, that he gave Moses. And it is as important as do not kill, do not steal, yes. do not um, commit adultery, yes. do not honor your father but yes. it's, it's, it's in that same category yes. it's in that same category so we need to understand how important rest is because if we're not resting mm. we can't stay in alignment with him that's right Jane so I, I talk a little bit about what, what is required of us and, and again that Micah 6a to act justly love mercy and walk humbly with God um, and then what, what else pleases him is that broken spirit um but getting back to just to kind of end it off, I wanted to share another little thing about how to how to deal with our children and kind of how to when we think God's requiring too much of us, even as adult parents that are um, parenting adult children. Because mm-hmm. we're not just on here talking about small children. That's right. We're, we're talking about you might be listening and you might have a small child, a baby, you might have an elementary school age child or middle school. You might have a child that's, you know, 30 years old or 50 and you have grandchildren or great-grandchildren. That's right. We were out to eat with my my in-laws recently. They had their 50th wedding anniversary. And we went out to eat We were sitting around the the table afterwards and we were just chit-chatting and talking and everything. And I asked my mother and father-in-law to share tips and tricks um, (laughs) on what has kept them together for so long. And they told us. and, And... and they, they said a few things, but then I asked for guidance on how to parent grown children. Mm-hmm. Because before long, the, children, the the grandchildren that were sitting around there, they're getting older, and, mm-hmm. and they're going to be, one of them is already, the oldest grandchild is already, I think he's 19 or 20. Wow. Um, and I said, you know, give us some guidance on how to parent adult children. And before I could even get that question out of my mouth, I could see my mother-in-law. She was already had the answer, and she, I was already ready. I, I, I remember the look on her face, she, it, it, but her answer was respect. She said, um, she said that as, as she and, and my father-in-law, Mr. Leslie, they had to take a step back and realize that respect is the avenue that has kept the lines of communication open wow. to her sons and daughter-in-laws. And I, of course, I'm one of the daughter-in-laws. Um, but humbleness and respect is a game changer. That's good. 
and when you're parenting adult children. And I just, I just think that there's so much wisdom when we're talking about mothers and we're talking, the Bible says that the, the young mothers should learn from the old, older women. You that's know, the young women yes, it does. I will not forget that she said that she said that and, um, and the look of just like, she just couldn't wait till I got finished <laughs> my sentence to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, respect. That's how you do it. That's how you, and if everything else flows from that, mm. then you'll, you, you'll be able to, to have a voice, a still a voice yes. in your child's life. Yes. Um, it's not, you're not going to do it by force. You're not going to do it by force. And I know that that, that is good. No, that is, no, that went right with it, Jane. I just like how respect, everything will flow like it's supposed to flow out of respect. Yeah. Um, if you respect whatever the issue or situation or whatever the circumstance may be, respect it. And at the end of the day, that's their lives, you know? Yes. Uh, it's their paths, just like we have our own lives. We at once had to start off on our own paths. And with just you honoring, just saying respect, that's a lot. Well, and, and this is not something I had in my notes, but I want to always uh, also say that I read somewhere, I think it was Dr. James Dobson, he was talking in one of his books about when you're parenting um, boys, and mm -hmm. I have a boy, and he's 14, and he's mm -hmm. he's becoming, he's turning into a man, and how we as mothers, you know, that's our child, that's our son, that, you know, we've changed diapers and fed and done mm -hmm. all the, you know, discipline and everything, but even your son's what do men require? Respect. Mm -hmm. And we have to start showing, we have to treat our sons with respect because that's 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 how they hear. That's how they receive information. Yeah. And I'm I, I talking to myself because yeah. sometimes I'm thinking, you don't know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's deeper than that. Yes. Yeah. You know, how does my husband need to, to, to communicate with my daughter? How does she receive information? Yes. Because she, God created her female. God created my son male. How, how do we, how do we, what is the most effective way that we can get information to them and that they will receive it and retain it? It has to do with our words. It has to do with our tone. It has to do with how Ooh. we are actually mm. dealing with them. Mm. And, and, and specifically, again, with the respect, my son, I'm, I'm learning, I'm catching myself, I'm pulling back and realizing he, he deserves my respect. He's turning yes. into a man. And that's how he's going to listen to me. And if I don't show him respect, he doesn't even know it. He that's right. Know it. Absolutely. He that way. That's how God built him. Absolutely. And, and I have to be respectful to him and, and how I'm sharing information if I want him to hear me. Yes. If I want to make an impact and a difference in his life. That's good, Jane. And going back to, it was another question. You gave an example about us being the example so with us showing people respect and our children watch how we respect, we display or exhibit respect to one another. And even behind closed doors in our home of how we respect even our husbands and yeah. even what we speak to our husbands and how we speak, they learn from that because, you know, certain things I'm just talking about my, our, my young, younger years, Jane, you know, when I was earlier on in marriage, me and my husband, were, we were ratchet. We were ratchet. We were crazy. <laughs> we were crazy. It made no sense, Jane. But God came in and we allowed him to save us. And and I'm going to believe, I, I, I honestly believe, and I know without a shadow of a doubt, Jane, uh, Jane, that God dealt with me first. And God told me, I, I went to God like crying 
And I was ready to, and I'm going to say this, I was ready to actually just leave, take my kids and leave. And um, because we, we had some issues that we were going through at the time. And well, we had a lot of issues, but <laughs> this one in particular issue we had, I was just tired. I was done. And my husband and I, I went to God in my secret closet. I went to him in my time and I, I was crying of myself a river. And to make a long story short, I was, I was saying all the things that he wasn't doing and all the things yeah. that I know that he can do. And you know what God told me, Jane? It's crazy. He told me, he said, and what are you doing? And I was like, what you mean? I'm the victim here. What are you talking about? Like, like, what are you talking about? Look at how he talked to me. Look at how he da 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 Look at how. God said, well, how are you responding? And I'm like, okay, so I'm like, okay, God, so you're not going to agree with me. Uh, okay, so, but it really hurt me to, it really hurt me, Jane, like, I didn't feel like a punk in a sense, but I felt, I felt like a punk when I was changing up because God was showing me, he was saying, if he told me, if you step into your rightful place, into your rightful shoes, then that's going to, he's going to see the change in you because my husband, I, I still remember this happened about maybe 15 years ago. My husband, uh, we were having an argument about 15 years ago and I'll never forget this. And this is after the moment that I went to God in my secret closet and he, he, I felt some type of way after that conversation I had with the Lord. But I said, well, I have to change how I respond. Like, yeah. And God would even say what I said to him. He will play back in my head. Like he said this. Okay. So how did you respond? You could have responded differently. You didn't have to say that. I told you not to say that. I was, I was disobedient, just very disobedient, Jane. So to make, a, <laughs> to make a long story short, I was almost like, I almost kind of felt like a punk when I did it, when I was changing up some things. But after a while, I kept going and kept doing. I remember we, after this argument we had, I didn't say a word. My husband asked me, he was like, what's wrong with you? Like, you didn't, are you okay? Like, what did I do? He came to me like in tears, like, What's wrong? Like, what did I do? And I'm like, I'm, I said, I'm good. Trust me. And I, I was like a crate. Like you would think from how it just changed from like Dracula and Hyde yeah. and how I used to respond, how I used to, yes, how I, how I used to be with the crazy and I used to jump in there and be crazy too. Yeah. Um, and how I just changed all over stuff because God said, I'm, you have to show him who you, why are you going to church? He's not going to church, but you go to church. What's the purpose of you going to church? What is the purpose of you reading your Bible? What is the purpose of you praying to God that you say you trust and believe, but you're not showing, there's no change. There's no, no change in your life. There's the people that live in your house. They see everything. They hear everything that other people that's outside of your home don't hear and they don't see. So to make a long story short, when my husband came to me and started seeing the change, when my husband walked away, I just smiled like, okay, God, I see what we doing. I see what we doing. And then, but, and, and, but then, Jane, it got easier. To make a long story short, it got easier. And I didn't feel so much like a punk. I was just, okay. You know what, Monica? Uh, you know, you, you, when you said that, you felt like a punk. I have, when I, I can relate. Because when I, I feel like if I have to say something back and uh-huh. it's displayed, and you know what it is? Yes. Because who does he think he is? I mean, me. And who does he think he 
you like that. And that's pride. Yes. And but but this pride is stinky. Yes. And God does God is not pleased with that. He's not. Um and we have to get to a point where we are sacrificing. We talked a lot we said a lot of words in here today, but we have to get to a point where that that pride it just falls to the side. Do you know that and I, I have taught my children this the, the first sin was not that garden situation. It won't. Ooh. The first sin was when Satan fell from heaven for pride. Oh, that is I the didn't first think sin. about that. I did not think yes. about that. Pride is the root of every sin. Pride, if you think about it and you dig down deep enough, pride is the root of, of why we do sinful things, selfishness, envy, mm. you know, I, why does that person have that and I can't get it? Mm. You know, why did why does it happen to me? Or or thinking I deserve more? I mean, all mm. those things. Think about it. It's mm. pride. Forget uh, Adam and Eve. Yeah, they did what they did. But the first original sin in my view was pride. When the enemy thought that he should be God, mm. he should be God, mm. and we and, and that he was. But, and we need to let that go. And I'm talking to myself. I'm saying I I, I struggle with that because yeah. I think. Why do why you know why does this person think that or my husband or my children think I need to let God handle that because God is God yeah. and He can handle it way better than I can. Way better. I, I just mess it up. <laughs> I just mess it all up with my words and my actions and my my little snooty tone <laughs> and, and, and I regret it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's well, not. It might feel good in the moment, but but it's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it. At the end so, of the day, it's not Jane and. This right here, Jane, has really blessed. This has really, 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 truly blessed my my soul. Like, I, I got to go into my prayer closet about some stuff. So. <laughs> I love you, you too, Jane. We are, we are sisters. Yes, we, we are. are. We Ever since I met you, I knew that you were you are a person that God had put in my life to to speak with them to me and to just be somebody that I can go to. So yes. I thank you for that. You don't know how valuable you are to me. Yes. Um, you are valuable to me as well, Jane. Well, thank you. You are. I, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> and I love you, Jane. Can you pray us out? Pastor Will Martha, let's let's bow and pray. Lord, thank you for Monica. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for this ministry that you have birthed in her heart. Yes, God. That really came straight from your heart, God. Yes, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would bless the individuals that she brings on here to share stories and wisdom, God. Yes, God. Lord, bless the listeners and open their hearts to receive. Yes, Change God. people, Lord, through this ministry. Yes, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would continue to bless it and guide Monica as she searches for just the right voices to bring on here, Lord. Yes, God. God, we are created to worship you. We pray that you are pleased with the things that we do. And Lord, we ask that you would help us yes, to God. do more. Help us do, to, to do much, much more, God, than we're doing even now. Help us to surrender to you. Yes, Help God. us to be strong, God. Help us to have courage, especially yes, in these days, Lord, and the days ahead, Lord. Yes, There's so much going on in our world. Lord, if we ask that you would just give us discernment, yes, Lord, God. that you would help us, God, see things and see people through your eyes, Lord. Help us to know that we have never looked on a face of a person that you did not die for. Yes, help us, God, Lord. remember. Lord, we ask that you would be with us as we go. We know that you're always closer to us than our very breath, Lord. We we ask that you would forgive us when we fail. Forgive us um, when our faith is small. God, forgive us when we're weak. Help us to learn from everything that we go through, God, whether it's good or bad, Lord. We know that all
hard things that we go through that they work together. Yes, you, you Lord. Us that. They work together. For, for those of us who love you, Lord, we know that you're working all those things together. Yes, so we is. thank you, Father. Thank we you, thank you. We, we love you, Lord. We yes, adore Lord. you, Lord. We praise you. We desire you, God. We desire to be closer to you. Yes, God. We give you the highest praise that there is Hallelujah. to you, Lord. Knowing that the name of Jesus, yes. Lord, is the highest name of all names. Yes, it is. And now, God, we ask all this, all of these things in that high name. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Jane. Woo! To God be the glory. Woo! <laughs> I, I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you a, a spiritual high five. Woo, girl. Woo! <laughs> I love you, Jane, and thank you so much for coming on to this platform, Voices of Substance, um, and honoring us with your presence and and giving us everything that God gave you, and it it, it has really truly blessed my soul. Thank you, Monica. I appreciate being on. Yes, you're welcome, Jane. I'll talk to you soon and you have a good I'll one, okay? You All right. Bye-bye. Welcome to Voices of Substance. Come join us. The table is open. Never too proud to rejoice in the faith of a Canaanite woman. Thanks for listening to Voices of Substance. Stay tuned for the next episode.